Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coming to you live from atop the Leventown Radio Tower. It's the one and only Buckle Podcast. Hashtag Buckle 10. Hashtag Roast Thatch. And welcome to the 274th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful, wait, I don't want to say wonderful, with my uh, exemplary co-hosts. There we go, new adjective. Shamu. Some say Lord Yashiro. <laughs> I just wanted to, I wanted to give you guys new adjectives. I keep using wonderful, and I'm like, we need to do something different, you know? <laughs> so... Uh, but that's where you guys are. Um, so if you're new to the podcast, thank you uh, and welcome for listening. Um, I think we're going to be a little bit lower energy today just because I feel like this has been a really exhausting weekend for all of us, but, um, hopefully you still find it enjoyable. Uh, we're, if you're new to the show though, welcome. We talk about everything Pokemon. Uh, hopefully you clicked on the episode title today and you know what we're talking about. So, uh, we'll get into that here in a little bit, but first, before we do that, I think we're going to jump into what we do at the beginning of every show and we're going to say, at, or we're going to ask you guys, what you've been up to in Pokemon lately? So let's start with Nothing. Shamu. Nothing? Okay, I don't, I don't Nothing. believe you. I don't believe you. Nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing? I, I, I've, got some, I've got some common things that you and I did together this week, so we can talk about that. I'll talk about it later. I got, you talk about it. You talk yeah. about it. <laughs> I'll talk about you're it. Talking about just not having it today. <laughs> <laughs> you get sass today. It's all right. Oh, you're getting sass. It's just sassy, you know. Yeah. We're just getting the sass. <laughs> uh, what about you, Juju? Right? What, what have you been doing, Sh- Jushiro, if Shamu hasn't been doing anything? Well, I'm not a sass right now as uh, Dr. Shamu, but uh, I've been just checking out the new TCG Sun and Moon set that came out. Yeah. Uh, on February 3rd, it's been quite an amazing set and completely pumped for the next set, which is Guardians Rising. This next mm-hmm. Sun and Moon set to arrive in May 5th, if I'm not mistaken, which uh, has like some amazing cards. If you guys haven't seen or heard about them, check them out. Check the last episode of the TCG cast where we uh, go down and uh, talk some of that those amazing new cards. Ooh. What a plug. <laughs> I know. Self, it was just completely selfish. But hey, at least it wasn't sassy. <laughs> that's better than a plug all right oh god okay so 
So what Shamu forgot to leave out is, uh, so we actually met up with, uh, Ryuse. I cannot say his name to save Ryusei? my life. Ryuse. That one? Is that how you say I, it? What I Shamu said. Uh, we met up with him. He's, uh, he's one of our, uh, listeners and he's also a patron. And we got to, we got together and we had a conversation with him. It was fantastic, by the way. It was, he was, was awesome to talk to. And we, we talked for, we talked competitive for about an hour and we got, uh, we, we set up the Patreon poll for this month. So, uh, I think we're gonna, I, I'll, I'll talk to you about the results here in a little bit, Shamu. Uh, oh, no. Uh, off, off air. Uh, you're, you're, I'm gonna let you know right now, you are gonna be happy. Uh, <laughs> and. I remember two of the options. I don't remember the third. Yeah, we, I'll, 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 I'll tell you, uh, off air. Um, other than that, I've been working on a, uh, on a secret puckle project that you share is involved in. Um, Shamu's gonna help out oh, yeah. with it as well. So, oh, okay. We're talking about the okay. Yeah, we're talking about that secret puckle project. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Hopefully, it'll be ready by next month. Actually, I'm I'm hoping that I can get everything on my end set up for it by the end of this week. So we'll see. It's very close. It's very close to being ready. Super close. It's quite it's quite exciting. It really is. Yeah, no, I know. Nobody knows what we're talking about right now, but it's super yeah. exciting. Uh, it, yeah, it just. <laughs> Just dwell on the satisfaction of knowing that what we guys know that you guys don't know that it's going to happen that you guys might not have a clear idea of, but we surely do, is going to be great. Yeah, just know it's going to be good. Just know it's going to be good, and we're all we're all looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, everybody involved. So yeah, because I've got I got my I went to I went ahead I think earlier last week and actually sat down and got my puckle goals written down for the year, everything that we want to get done. So uh, this is one of the things I wanted to get done out of, out of a list of like four different things I wanted to get off the ground this year. So because we we had a phenomenal year last year, like just absolutely phenomenal. Practically the only good thing that happened in 2016 was Puckle. Yeah, honestly, right? Uh, 2016 was a great year for us. We we made up a lot of new content and we grew significantly. So I'd li- I'd like to keep that going. So we're we're starting to we're starting to move on some new projects and hopefully they come to fruition and we get a bunch of different content going. So um outside of that though, I don't think I've been working on anything else. I, I've been trying to get into the metas again. Um learning learning post bank OU and everything. Uh Charizard X is really cool in post bank OU. I he's still I, I'm actually really surprised about how little post bank OU has changed from Gen 6 OU. I was just yeah, gonna ask. Yeah, it hasn't done much of an impact, hasn't it? it? There wasn't much of a change. Like, there's a couple things. Like, you'll get some like Z moves. Yeah, you'll get Lele. Lele. Uh, I, I'd say, say, I'd say, I'd say a couple of the Tapus. Not all of the Tapus. A couple of them. Um, Generally, if you like, um, I think Faramosa. I think Faramosa as well. Uh, yeah, it, it's still in there. So, other than that, though, it hasn't really changed. You would still, except Smogon Bird's gone. But yeah. Yeah, no talent flame. Unfortunately, no talent flame. Wow. But most of the yeah, same Pokemon. I, I mean, I'm actually a big fan. Right now, what's really popular is this Heatran set. Oh, you say that flame crashed and burned? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this Heatran set that's really popular right now, uh, I actually love. Um, especially yeah, if you get people who don't know what you're doing. It's got a you run Solar Beam on Heatran because it gets access to Solar Beam. But what you do is you run Grassy MZ as the item. So you can use the you can use the grass type Z move Bloom Doom. So if you can make the predict that you know they're gonna switch into a water type or something, 
you can just click Bloom Doom and pretty much Oko whatever water type threat was coming in to take out Heatran. It's I'm a I'm a big fan. If you really want to too, you can pair that with Charizard Y and have like instant solar beam. Ooh, that would be cool. That sounds fire. pretty bad still because it's two fire types, but Well, it's two they, fire types. They're two they different have, they're two very different yeah, they're very two very different fire types. Like you still have the fear rock, but hey, mm-hmm. a ground type move, oh go Charizard Y. Yeah. Oh, I, like, yeah. Rocks is the only the issue with that. Rocks would be the only issue. You'd have to you'd yeah, have to run really like, is the rock the only issue. You you'd have but to you run throw, like an Excadrill or something. Throw type of Finny on there. Yeah, Finny would work too. Or do like um, sand? Oh well, I don't know if I like that personally. Like, mm, I wouldn't want to run sand. I wouldn't want to run sand sun. No, I don't want to do that. I don't like. Yeah. I want to do that. That would be that's a little dangerous. That's generally <laughs> what like that's what like it's like Charizard Y and like Tyranitar. Tyranitar, like, Tyranitar is still doing good too. I'm it is actually, good, yeah. I'm actually really surprised with like the number of things that have not changed. <laughs> <laughs> Like there's there's a good number of things that just haven't changed. Yeah. Uh, oh, pretty, well. yeah. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just here nodding my head in agreement because yeah. no idea. <laughs> oh well, that's that's the Pokemon. Well, Shamu and I will get a little bit more into that next month. Uh, there'll be an entire show where Shamu and I just sit here and just go over some numbers. So. Oh yeah. We're going to go ahead and we're just going to cut it here, guys. We're going to go over to the news and talk about what's been going on in Pokemon lately. So we will cue the epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, this just in. And on to the news. So in the news, we have a few things that I'm assuming not too many people will find interesting, but we're going to go over them anyway. <laughs> um, so there's going to be a new uh, a new support Pokemon for the arcade cabinets for Pokemon tournament. Uh, it is Magneton Quagsire. So check mm. that. Check that. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm really I'm really waiting for a uh, for a significant number of changes. Like all these changes came to the arcade cabinet, but they have never come to the Wii U. You know, and at this point, it will never come with the Wii U. I mean, the no, Wii it won't. Dead. Yeah, the yeah. Wii U. I mean, we have less than two weeks. Uh, Which comes to the question: Will Pokemon Tournament arrive in Switch? We don't. I, know. I think it might. I, I think. I think there's a case for it, but we'll see. Um, let's see. Other than that, the friendly comp or not the friendly competition, the uh, the GTS uh, global competition or what? It's not the global mission. It's not a competition. It's a mission. We were successful in it. We actually won. Uh, wow. four million trades, uh, out instead of one million, instead of the one million we needed, we got everything pretty much. We, we just blew that one out of the water. Yeah. So, they have to lower the bar there. For they, us to they lowered, they lowered the bar real low. <laughs> like, just let me point that out. They, they just were just like real low. They're like, people aren't going to want to play these anymore. Yeah. So. Uh, they they kind of like get, they kind of like lobbed us a lobbed us a pitch you know one of those easy ones they give kids or you know they put it up on a tee yeah so, so here's the training wheels yeah have, exactly how about it hoss yeah exactly um oh also I believe there's a bottle cap distribution going on at GameStops in the United States yes. similar to the one I believe that also includes some PTCGO stuff I would uh, you sure you would know better than I would. 
Oh, no, then, well, I haven't heard anything as of yet. Okay, but, uh, there. I think there's some PTCGO uh, stuff that goes along with it. Okay, uh, I, I, you can talk about it on your show. I, I <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somebody's gonna be like, we need some PTCGO. Talk about what's going on there. I think it's like a couple of promo cards or something like that. Probably uh, on PTCGO if you go in. So yeah, if you want a bottle cap, you can go. I just think the little card looks really cool. I should have gone and got grabbed one. When I, I was just there. I literally was just there to pay off my Switch. Uh, oh. I didn't even ask. So, <laughs> um, Also, uh, they the Pokemon company made another announcement about Megastones, which I found really odd this week. Because we already know what's happening. You know, global... or uh, We're going to have tournaments and they're going to give away these the rest of the Megastones throughout various means. That's what I assumed, right? Well, yeah, you know what? They, they just... Like... They officially said it. Uh, <laughs> They said that uh, the missing Megastones are going to be distributed. Uh, two means. First, given to players uh, as presents for online competitions, uh, such as with what's happening with the Mall Eyelight and Beedrillite next week during that online competition. So if you haven't signed up for that, by the way, guys, go do that. I have to do that. I have no uh, teams to participate, though. Uh, I, I haven't been playing a lot of VGC. I'm going to kind of just kinda throw something together VGC-wise and see where it goes. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to see. Uh, we were talking to Ruse, and he's, he gave me some ideas. So I'm going to start playing around some stuff this week. Um, and I'm, ho- I'm probably going to stream on Saturday. I really feel like streaming. I haven't done it in a while. And so next Saturday yeah. during the competition, I'm going to stream all the matches I've I can. I've been streaming all these days, but I really want to start streaming Pokemon stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then let's see. Uh, but they say that they're going to be giving away these Megastones, po- possibly just through like giveaways like they would do for other things. Um, and I think they're just going to do these all the way until summer. And by then, I'm assuming all of the Megastones will be given out. So. Mm-hmm. It sounds like an, ex- an exciting couple of months that they're going to drop us, like, I think we're missing something like 20 Megastones. Now, my concern is, you know, these players that just don't participate in online or anything, they just yeah. play the game because they like playing the game, though they might not be able to get those stones, kind of worries me. So I hope that in the future <sighs> there's some type of distribution that allows those players to get these stones. Well, that's, that's, yeah. yeah, that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. They're going to do that. It's like two weeks later or something like that. Yeah, oh, a few okay. weeks, yeah, gotcha. a few weeks later they're going to give them out. But if you're in the online competition, you get it earlier. Oh, yeah. I didn't grab that. Sorry. It's okay. a perk. It's a perk. I'm just yeah. not bothering with it because my account doesn't, like, send me the email for the codes because mm. it's an old account and I can't get access to the other email. That's weird. Whatsoever. Mm. So it's kind of like, well, not even bother trying. Because I didn't get that, uh, the whatever, the battle point for the other company. Yeah. So uh, I'm like, speaking... I, I, I can't do it. And it wasn't, Speak... even, it wasn't even like everyone. Like certain people got it, which is the worst part, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, that, like... But the international competition, you can register for that right now. So do that. And it starts on Thursday in the United States. So definitely sign up if you want Beedrillite and Maleilite. Uh, another really odd thing is in Japan, they announced a new mobile game for Pokemon called, uh, called Splash Magikarp uh, to be released <laughs> at some point this spring. Uh, and there's, there's an image for it and it's literally just like two Magikarp just kind of sitting there, like two Magikarp, like imprints. Splashing? Splash magic, just splash magic carp. No, they're not splashing. They're just it's just like imprints of magic carp. It's not even like real magic carp. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So that's that's where we are with that. Um, that really threw you off, patch. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. It it just really threw me off. Uh, all right. So I think that's that's really it for the news. Other than obviously the big thing that we're going to be talking about today uh, yep. for the topic. So. 
We're going to take a short break here, guys. Oh, there was a Pokemon Duel update as well, for those of you still playing. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's only a few weeks old, so I shouldn't knock it. Uh, <laughs> so... Let's go, uh, so let's go to, uh, Puckle's Poke Quiz though, and we're gonna quiz you guys on your innate Pokemon knowledge. So let's, let's get in there and cue that music. On a Puckles Pokey Quiz, Puckles Pokey Quiz is the part of the show where we take, uh, where we quiz your host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. Of course, they do not get the help of the internet because this has to be everything that's in their their brains and their noggins, and they have to let us know what's going on. Uh, you guys, Which is get... not much, honestly, <laughs> but it, we 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 work with what we have. Uh, you guys get to have uh, you get one minute or to answer each question. There's a hint. Uh, that you're allowed to use once throughout the entire game. You can, of course, cash that hint in if you get uh, all of the questions correct for an extra point at the end. Uh, and as always, there is going to be one question that is um, that is going to be worth more than one point. But you don't have to get the extra point to still cash in the hint. We understand. We understand. Okay. I answered for you. I don't care if you understand. Uh, wow, so- Seth. <laughs> <laughs> it's just running rampant today <laughs> all right guys so are you ready are you ready to participate in this uh of course as you uh, as, batch, are we ready i don't uh, know uh, i do have to remind you before we start though that you guys are playing to the first person to get to 30 uh the first uh co-host to get to 30 will win these really cool coasters that um my wife is producing so uh, you got so be jealous. I think she's gonna try to use the Solgaleo and Lunala art from the GX cards, like the giant ones that came in the boxes Ooh, with the figures. Cool. Yeah. So we, further details to come. Uh, <laughs> so uh, let's get into it then, guys. So question number one. Here we go. Um, this is this is also worth two points, by the way, because um, it it contains two questions. This has to do with the Pokemon anime. We don't ask a lot of Pokemon anime questions on the show, so I've been trying to I'm trying to diversify the uh, the trivia. So inaugural right. anime question: uh, What was the first Pokemon Ash captured? And for the bonus point, what is the first Pokemon that Ash tried to capture? First Pokemon he tried to capture was a Pidgey, I believe. It was a, it was Pidgey or Spearow? Because I think he tried Pidgey. to get a, okay Pidgey. I was trying to capture Pidgey, but hit hit a Spiro, and yeah. one of the first Pokemon he actually caught. That was the other one. Yes, Caterpie. Yeah, I was gonna say Caterpie. Yeah. Are these your final answers? Well, well, Pe- well Pikachu wouldn't count because he didn't capture; he was given it. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I um, wouldn't capture. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't count Pikachu. I would count yeah, so I Caterpie as the first capture, and then Pidgey. The uh, he did try to get a Pidgey, but uh, it it broke the ball. Is that your final answer? No. Yeah, I'm gonna say yes. That is correct. the uh, The first Pokemon that Ash captured was Caterpie, evolve all the way to Butterfree, and then we got to see it uh, pretty much fly away to its death, according to Butterfly <laughs> Biology. Uh, followed by that, though, we he did before that he did try to catch a Pidgey, threw a rock at the Pidgey to try to catch it, and ended up hitting a Spearow. So uh, that that is uh, those are both correct. So that's two points so far, guys. You're doing well. So what? Uh, next question, question number two. 
so we're pretty accustomed to Pokemon moving in the games now. Like when you're in battle, you can see their their animations and everything, and their moves have uh, specific animations as well. But uh, this wasn't always the case, obviously. We had static sprites for a while. Uh, but they used to do these things where the sprites would kind of dance when they came out of their Pokeballs or something like that. And so what was the first Pokemon game that m- made the Pokemon sprites appear to move? What game well, was that? It was either Yellow or one of the Gen 2 games. Mm-hmm. It was, oh, it was Crystal. It was, was it Crystal? It was Crystal. Crystal was the one that uh, began, began the animations that when they yeah. came out, they would that sounds right. movement. I yeah. remember it was in Gen 2 with the other ones as well. That was the only thing. Yeah, it was Gen 2 uh, that started that, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll agree with Crystal. Is yeah, that your Crystal. final answer? So that's your final yeah. answer? Yeah. That is correct. Pokemon Crystal was the first game to make the sprites appear to move. That was like a big selling point for it as well. Yep. Uh, when it came out, it was also the first Pokemon game that was exclusively for the Poke- for the Game Boy Color. Yeah, uh, oh, the yeah. others prior to that were, only, were would switch between the Game Boy Color and the uh, and the regular Game Boy. I would love the Crystal Cartridge. It was my favorite. It was a pretty. It was a pretty blue. Uh, oh yeah, I love it. I have one still somewhere. Yeah, I do. I do as well. Uh, but yeah, it was. It, they actually removed that feature in Generation Three, and it didn't really make a comeback until Generation Four. Yeah. What, so, I thought it was in a. I thought it was an emerald. It might have been an emerald. It wasn't in ruby and sapphire. I think. Yeah. I think it was an emerald, and they brought in an emerald the fact that the back sprite would move now. Yeah, that was it. It was something. Like the thing that. that they implemented in emerald. I think so. Yeah. But yeah, you guys are at three points today, so let's keep it up. Uh, so question number three: uh, What stage two Pokemon can be obtained at level one? We are going to be excluding Pokemon that have uh, Pokemon that are deemed baby Pokemon uh, included in their evolution lines for this. So Exclu- Porygon two or Porygon Z. Uh, yeah. Trade trade. Yeah. Is that your final answer? <laughs> I want to say yes. Yeah, me too. That is correct. Uh, <laughs> it is Porygon Z. You guys are knocking these out of the park. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's that's four points today, guys. Uh, nice. So we still have two questions left, though. So we'll see if you guys can get them. Question number four: What is the Pokemon that can be found at the highest level in the wild? Isn't it a Magic at level one hundred? Oh, that you got me here. I have no idea. Because then, uh, Diamond was well, di- within DPP that you can get the King of the Pond, which was supposedly a level one hundred Magic was that real though? I it was said in the guide. Oh, yeah. Then I will have to, I will have to go to your. I can't your do anything else other than like is... level eighty. And yeah, I had, don't know. I'm gonna go with the Magikarp. Is that oh, your God. final answer? Even that, I... yeah, is I you sure gonna lock that in with you? It's just I I have nothing else better to say. So yeah. <laughs> That is correct. You can catch you can you can catch yeah well you can catch that I believe it's not only in that but also in the nature preserve in black and white too. You can catch uh, level one hundred Magikarp. Huh, so here we go. Fun fact: you can catch level one hundred Magikarp in the game. It's completely pointless, but you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that gives you you guys are you got five points or yeah six points so far. No five. It's five points. Uh, so this is. If you get the next one without the hint, you'll have seven. Yes. So this one is uh, this one's gonna be our basic uh, stack question, except it's gonna be a little bit different today. 
Okay. Um, what Pokemon has the highest base stat total of all non-legendary, non-mythical Pokemon? Okay. Um, includes Megas, correct? Uh, yeah, this can include Megas, okay. sure. Um, shoot, shoot, shoot. Isn't it slacking? I, no, I think it's something higher than slacking. Slacking is close, though. It might, it, uh, uh. You still have the hint as well. Yeah. If it comes down to timer, you might just use it. I mean, including Megas, what else has to highlight your largest... I don't know. Shoot. This, yeah, this is a uh, uh, this is a you question, <laughs> Doctor Jamu. Because my guess is in slacking. Other than that, I have no idea. I feel like we might have to use a hint because I know slacking only gets like six eighty, I think, and there's something at like seven twenty or seven thirty. I want to say like Mega. I want to say like. Huh? Oh, uh, that's Arceus level. Yeah. Seven twenty. I believe. Um, it might be Mega Metagross, but I don't know. I feel like Mega Metagross was one of them up there. Go ahead I with the hint. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say we use you. a hint. Uh, this is not a Mega Pokemon. Ah, oh, shoot. Oh, probably was lacking. <laughs> Honestly, I I say lacking at this point because I can't think of anything else, and the extra time is not gonna help me think of anything else. Non-legendary, the only one, yeah, it's slacking that I can think of. Yeah. Okay, are you, you locking in slacking? I'm locking it in, yeah. Yeah, that is correct. Ah, oh, uh, damn. Slacking. Uh, threw me off with Mega. <laughs> <laughs> slacking is correct. It is the highest base stat total Pokemon of a non-legendary, non-mythical Pokemon. Fun fact. It's like 680? Uh, I want to know now. It's, it's pretty high. Uh, I don't know if I have it pulled up right now, Shamu, to let I'll you know for up. sure. Oh, I actually have it. It's 670. Um, Dang it. So every other Pokemon... I guess guess Mega Metagross, technically. uh, But uh, with 700, I apologize for that. I didn't even include Megas in my initial thing. Oh. Oh, Uh, No, wait. No, wait. There's a problem here, because you said Megas, too. Yeah, Yeah. okay. But I'm giving you the point. It's fine. Yeah, but we have to use the the, the hint, because the Mega thing threw us off. You needed the point anyway. (laughs) You needed no, a hint anyway. You said sleek slacking, but then you said, oh, it includes Mega. We're like, oh. Oh, my now- gosh. Okay. I'll give you half a point as a, as a consolidation. Uh, a point and a half. I'll give you, I'll give you a point and a half. Okay. All sure. right. All right. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll I'm not going to give it to you, but because <laughs> you, you guys are still doing well without it. So. No, 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 no. That half point. That half point will be on the record. It'll. If, 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 I, I will use it. I, I will use that half point if it comes to uh, if it comes to a tie of some sort. Good. <laughs> You're gonna keep that in mind. If it Megas. if it comes to earn that half point. All right. If it com- if there's it. some kind of tie, you will you will get the edge with the with the half point. Uh, <laughs> Good. So uh, I'm not gonna state the half point though in the totals because that'll get really yeah, confusing. Tyranitar Garchomp both have more. Yeah, they, they do. They do. You're right. You're right. I've totally forgot to it, it not include Megas. Shame on me. Oh, shame on me. I apologize, guys. Uh, if it were, if you guys wouldn't have said it, I know somebody else would have. Um, somebody else definitely would have said it. Um, oops, I 
Ah, I'm trying to sort my things and I didn't do my selection correctly. Uh, we're gonna, oh, I have to do both columns. Duh, I'm a dummy bear. That's why. I don't know how to do this anymore. Okay, so new totals today, guys. Um, so because of this half point, it does affect the standings. Uh, <laughs> um, so with 13 points in first place, we have Dr. Shamu. Um, in second place, we have Lord Jushiro, uh, who is technically tied with Whimsicott because of the half point advantage. He is in second place. Whimsicott <laughs> is in third place. Uh, Scrawn is in fourth place with seven points. Uh, Maximus is in fifth place with six points. Bosephus in sixth with four points. And Snag in seventh place with three. All there right. You go. Okay, guys. So, <laughs> uh, my apologies <laughs> for the mega comment. Uh, all right. So we're gonna, we're gonna take a short break here, guys, and we're coming right back at you with today's topic. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always... Thanks for listening and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And on to the topic today. Our topic today is going to be the Pokemon Go update for Generation 2. Uh, that just dropped earlier this week. So I want to... I think this is going to go because I know both Jushiro and Shamu are two of the Pokemon fans, which they're, this is def, they're definitely not in a minority of any, any, of any sort. Uh, Pokemon fans that grew tired of Pokemon Go. Correct? Am I correct in assuming this? You are correct in assuming this, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what I figured. Um, okay, so I was in the same boat until this week when I'm just like, Pokemon Go dropped. It'd be really good to talk about it on the show, so I might as well give it a chance and go out and find uh, Pokemon. So let me tell you, this this weekend that I've been playing Pokemon has kind of in, uh, just changed my experience with Pokemon Go and has gotten me back into it. Like, no joke. Okay. So let, let's begin in, by... Enlight, enlighten us. Well, okay, so I... The last time I played Pokemon Go to any serious extent was uh, back in October during the Halloween, uh, the Halloween event, because I'm like, oh, I can get double candy. Maybe it's worth it because, you know, it's really slow getting candy now. Uh, it was really slow getting candy and all this other stuff. And I'm like, double candy. That sounds great. Uh, buddy Pokemon feature came out. I can start gaining candies with something that I can't catch a lot of. Um, so I, I started playing Pokemon. So, and then after that, I kind of fell out of it. I caught a Santa hat Pikachu over Christmas. So that was about it. That yeah. was the extent I went with it. I'm just like, no, I'm just kind of done with it. You know, uh, they haven't done anything to really bring me back until now, until now, I'm going to admit 100%. I, they, they have brought me back to it. I will be here for at least another few weeks. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how it goes though. So, uh, since, since October, they have added a lot of things. First of all, there's a new tracking system in place. I am sure you guys have heard about it. The location um, one, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the one that's based on the yeah. Pokestop and stuff like that. So yeah. uh, if you're not by a Pokestop, it still works the same way as it did before with just the sightings, which is yeah. uh, perfectly fine. But I'll talk about a way to get around that as well. Uh, I remember that when that came out, the overall response from our community was negative, and I'm like, but I like it a lot, the fact yeah, that... Okay, no, no, so I, I was one of the people that was a naysayer until I actually went out and tried it myself. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So uh, we have a few nests around us. Um, 
we we also get to explore them. So uh, there's obviously a huge community for Pokemon Go, as there is probably everywhere, where people gather data on where the nests are and what's in the nest. So with the Gen 2 Pokemon coming out, I'm like, let me look up what nests there are and see if I can find anything cool, you know? Mm-hmm. So one of my regular nests was a, is a horsey nest currently. Um, it, this nest has about 20, 25 Pokestops in it. So you just walk around it. It's about a mile lap. You know, you just walk around it, you hit all the Pokestops and, you know, you hit everything. So, um, I don't have enough, I didn't have enough candy to get all the way to a Kingdra. Uh, I still can't evolve to a Kingdra, but more on that later. <laughs> and so, uh, Misty and I went and we walked around, uh, we walked around the park a little bit. We kept hitting the Pokestops, getting all the horsey and everything. And I have to, I have to say, I believe one, the spawn rates are way better than they used to be. Okay. Um, I have, I noticed way more Pokemon available in this in this specific park as i was walking around than i had before um which i think is is pretty big um two with the addition of uh with the addition of generation two pokemon out there i know they definitely still have commons like centret and hoot hoot right now are are very common pokemon as well as spinarak but with yeah. just adding those in to the mix along with the pidgey and the rattata and the weedle mixing those in I feel like there's a, a very large variety of Pokemon to go out and catch now, as opposed to me walking out there and being like, oh, another Pidgey. Oh, another Rattata, you know? And so for me, that was that was big. Instead of just having three or four super common Pokemon, now there's about eight common different Pokemon, which I believe is enough variety to keep me going. Okay. Uh, a little but, bit more flavor. Yeah, well, we, we'll, see, we'll see if that has longevity in the next month or so, but that that's another big thing. Like, I, I just liked being able to see different Pokemon. I also yeah. was very surprised. Uh, I, I heard about the Ditto feature after October, obviously. And if, so if you just catch Pokemon randomly, occasionally some of them will come out to be a Ditto. Um, yeah. And I'm actually surprised with how common that occurrence is. Yeah. I probably went out and I caught about... I, I, I did catch a lot of Pokemon over the weekend, but I, I caught a few Pokemon on a whim. Because only, you only need to catch so many Centret, right? Yeah. <laughs> But I, if there was like a Sentret around and it's just like, well, let's get some experience points. I throw it at the Sentret and I, I catch it. And I, I caught three Ditto this weekend. You oh, know, wow, just, okay. just just on a whim. So it, it, it's, uh, it, it happens way more often than you think it would. That's not bad. Yeah, no, that's not bad at all. I was uh, very happy with that. So that, that's another thing. Like they, they just added a lot of things and I feel like the game is much more fleshed out than it was. Yeah. Um. So they've also added new berries as well. Uh, this yeah. is definitely an occurrence. Oh, okay. That, yeah, they've added some. So before we just had the raspberry, which helps with like you feed it to the Pokemon. It's kind of like the Safari Zone effect, where it's just like, yeah, I'll be easier to catch. And okay. uh, now there's two new berries. There's the Nana Berry and the Pineapple Berry. They've added into the game. Uh, these both have different effects. Uh, so uh, they've also added in uh, a little bit more difficulty in the capturing of the Pokemon. Some depending on the Pokemon, they'll kind of fly around the screen a little bit, and it'll be harder to catch them. Uh, and because of that feature, they've included the Nana Berry, which if you feed it to the Pokemon, the Pokemon won't fly around the screen. It'll reduce that significantly. Okay. Uh, the Pineapple Berry, uh, for those of you who are trying to evolve a Pokemon per se, and you're just like, I can't. I'm tired of like grinding and catching all of these Pokemon trying to get the candy. Well, if you feed it to a Pokemon before you catch it, uh, immediately before you catch it, just like the Raspberry. Um, it'll double the amount of candy you get from that Pokemon. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so it was actually really helpful because I went to a uh, Poliwag uh, nest today, 
and I'm trying to get enough for both a polyrath and for a and for a polytoad, right? And so that's that's 125 candies to go from polywag up to either one of those. The the polytoad does require a king's rock as well as the candies, but we can talk about evolution items and how they're kind of a grind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so it was actually really interesting. I was very happy with it. Um, because I was using the pineapple berry, so I went from 35 polywag candies in from in an hour all the way up to 160 polywag candies by the time we left. Oh wow! Yeah. And we were only there for about an hour. We just hiked for about an hour doing that at, the, at this particular nest. So hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, the spawn as I, as I said again, the spawns are just way better. Uh, if there's a nest and it's a good nest, there are just a ton of spawns. Like I was tripping over polywag. You know, at this particular nest. Um, and we also went to a hound hour nest earlier in the week or uh, yesterday. Um, and we went to a hound hour nest and we were there for an hour and we had enough hound hour to evolve it more than once. You know, and that was even without the pineapple berry. <laughs> okay. It was, it was really, uh, it was, it, it, they've done something to make it more enjoyable. I can't quite put my finger on it, but they've done, I, I think it has to do with the spawn rates. Uh, how the nest, how the nest act, and stuff like that. So, so even my, but yeah, go for it. My my biggest problem with Pokemon Go, it's not the game itself. It's some of the features that kind of annoys me. The fact that I, it, the game doesn't work in the background unless you have the Pokewalker or the the pro. That that's still Pokemon true. Go. That's still true. Um, it's really annoying for me because I I don't like. I walk, and what's even more annoying, I walk a lot, right? I use the bus, I don't uh, yeah, I don't have a car, absolutely. Uh, I like using public uh, transportation. So I hate having to be having my phone on and looking at oh, it yeah. for, in order, while I'm walking is very annoying. I would prefer if that thing would just vibrate whenever I actually encounter something. You can so kind of do that. You can kind of do that. Uh, they, they've kind of fixed the bugs with the uh, battery saver feature that they've had for a while. Oh, good. Uh, so it, it it's not super buggy with that. If you just leave it on with the battery saver when you flip your phone upside down, it makes the screen go black. Okay. Uh, you still have the vibrations. You, yeah, you still get the vibr. Yeah, it used to be really buggy. It's not that, buggy. Like, I, I've been using it's like, that. Oh, great. I can't. I, I was, can't even. Yeah. Uh, if you go to a nest, if you go to a nest, it's not going to matter because you're gonna. Be, it's gonna be buzzing all day. But yeah. If you if you're just walking around in downtown, say, and you just want to have it in your pocket, go for it. Uh, the Pokemon Go Plus would definitely be a nice little thing to have if you're trying to hit like Pokestops or something like that, though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if you can buy one right now. No, it's rather more that still sold out from the first wave. Yeah, I I've, I heard there was supposed to be a second wave, but I've never seen it. Well, yeah, and that's what it's incredibly annoying about it. It's like that I, is incredibly annoying. The fact that I have to buy a, pay another thirty bucks for a feature that, in my opinion, should have been included in the game already because yeah. every single game in the App Store includes it. Yeah, it's annoying by itself. The fact that the for you to be able to play the game, you have to have it on, and it drains the battery to no end. Those yeah. are the things. It's that it's just actually from it's a it. it's a little it's a little better. It's a little better. I, I think they've gotten some of the battery issues out of the way, but it's still a drain, not as much of a drain. I think. Yeah, it's way too much for me. Like I can play it for like half an hour, and it's like, well, my battery's like gone. Yeah, pretty much. Why even play it? Yeah, like, I, I mean, I, I that's just something you have to get like a external battery. I think that's just a necess- necessity if you're like playing it hardcore, you know. Yeah. If well, if you're playing hardcore, yeah. But even if you're playing like fairly casually, I kind of still need one. Yeah, I I agree. Um, 
There are new, uh, there are new uh, outfits if you want new clothing as well. That's nice. But you gotta kind of, pay money for them. I was looking into that. Yeah, you do. You do. You have like, to pay for them. Coins and like even then the coins you have to be like I never really played the gym leader stuff. I did like one gym. That was it. Yeah. Because it's not even worth it because gyms are already like all high level. Mm-hmm. It's just honestly, I just even the new Pokemon I... cool, but it's the game hasn't really changed in my opinion. You got a few new features, but the main core. Uh, I, it's it's working on it. I mean, it, it's getting there. It, this is still z- version like zero point five seven, I think. No. Uh, well, it's going to be like zero point whatever until they have all the Pokemon in there. At least, yeah, I I, I think it's going to be something like that. We still don't have trading, right? This is a feature yeah. they they promised about eight nine months ago that was coming. That was like priority, and it hasn't happened. And, and I, it'd be nice just to hear like, hey, we're having trouble with it, you know. We we want to make sure we put it in the game the proper way. Uh, so we're still waiting on that. Um, another thing that's going on uh, <laughs> uh, that I thought was really nice. This is like the nicest touch. They've Other added, than the plane that, that is going up there? Yeah, there's, I live across the street from the airport. Uh, it's awful. <laughs> uh, one of the other things that's super nice, though, is they added in a uh, they added in a uh, another gain of experience when you catch a Pokemon. So before you know it, you're just going and you're catching a Pokemon. You get 100 experience per Pokemon. Plus, if you get the nice or the great or the excellent, right, you get those yeah. experience gains. Well, so you know how you could just, like, see a Rattata, flick a Pokeball at it. It's yours, right? Yeah. Um, there's a... Uh, well, if they don't decide to be a big... Yeah. Well, okay, so there's... But... Yeah. So there's there's a bonus, though, if those Pokemon don't decide to be a pain in the butt. Uh, now, because if you can just find that easy Rattata and you just catch it with the first Pokeball, you get a 50 experience point bonus. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It, like, I saw that. I'm like, wow, I can potentially be getting more experience than just 100 per capture. That's worth it to me. Like, that's yeah. just, that. that's another thing that keeps me coming back because it's just like, wow, I can get more than 100 experience per capture. I'm super happy right now. And I've been averaging with the curveball and that I'm averaging 160, 170 per capture, you know? And it's it's really nice. It's really really nice. Yeah, it is. All of this like, sounds really good, and it really does make me want to play the game again. Yeah, I just wish I, that it they would make it instead of give me incentives because of how good the features are getting. Just give me features to make it easier. It's it's not the gameplay easier for me to justify burning my battery or yeah. I think or, it's it's making it's it's making progressions towards that. I think. Uh, yeah. It's definitely, it doesn't feel as much of a grind as it did before. Uh, it definitely felt like a very, very big grind at the beginning. Because you're just going there, you're catching Rattatas, you're catching Pidgey. And, you know, in the biggest strategy at the time to level up faster was just catch a bunch of Rattata, catch a bunch of Pidgey, uh, pop a Lucky Egg, and just evolve them. Yeah. For a half hour. And it's just like, wow, that sounds super boring. Uh, <laughs> why would I want to do that? And... Uh, now it's way better now though. I am so happy. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I because I don't have to do that. I can go out and I keep I can keep catching things. Especially right now, I gained about ten or a uh, hundred thousand experience so far this weekend playing Pokemon yeah. Go because of all of the new captures and stuff. And now I'm they they can't do this all the time, right? This is it's been like what eight months since Pokemon Go came out, and we just got Generation Two. So yeah. I, I'm saying about every eight months with patterns we're going to be seeing. That's how often we're going to be seeing new generations. And that that will really be nice for experience gains and stuff like that. Uh, you need five or five mil, 20 million experience, I think, to get to uh, level 40. So 
Uh, every hundred thousand helps, right? Uh, <laughs> every hundred thousand helps because I'm every only little bit. Yeah, every little bit. So you know, stuff, something like that is huge. Just being able to go out, be like, I haven't seen napalm before. I got five hundred experience points for looking at napalm and catching it. So I'm very happy with that. I also, I I will admit I haven't been as into nest as I am now. And nest, I think, are definitely the way to do it because of the new tracking location. You can use the Pokestops to uh, to locate that. And uh, another experience I had, so I caught all three starters this weekend um, because I went to nest for all three of them. And uh, there there's some really good nests out there. Depending on where you live, you'll probably have the same thing. You'll have really good ones with a tons of Pokestops, and you'll be able to use that tracking feature very uh, very well, very easily. to be able to catch everything that you need to. You could also go ahead and go to uh, another another. Um, we went to another nest for Totodile, and it only had two Pokestops, but it's this huge area, right? Mm-hmm. So how am I supposed to be able to track Totodile effectively? I can't. So I tried doing it, um, and so I gave up. We moved on to the next park. Um, I later tried out th- today. Um, Snag actually suggested this app called Poke Tracker, and what it does is it, it's real time what Pokemon spawns are around you right now. Okay, so, so we're back to that to that because it used to be that when the game came out as well. And they kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of. This is more like exact location type thing, but yeah, um, we're back to that. So you have to you have to pop out of that app and go into this one, uh, but there's no better way to do it, honestly, right now. And so it, it does take it out a little bit, but it's nice to go and be able to hunt and like catch the spawns and everything. I, I really enjoyed it for going out and visiting parks that I had never visited before and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's not, it's definitely not like I said, uh, I mentioned before the show, this is not something that I'm going to do every day. Like I'm not going to, you should though, like I'll probably go up, open it up, spin a stop, catch a Pokemon every day. Cause there are daily bonuses for that. Yeah. But I'm probably not going to go hardcore play this game every day. But maybe once a month or something, I'll go out to parks, go to a nest, check something out, you know. Uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. But I I understand your problems with the battery, right? Yeah. And uh, the the problem I had with Pokemon Go was when they killed the tracking and they just kind of killed all these features. I I couldn't get into it. And I, I have to say now, they, they've kind of changed it for me because now I can actually have fun with it even if I can't exactly locate Pokemon. I can go ahead and at least run into more than just three types of Pokemon walking around. Yeah. Uh, also, Swinub are everywhere for some reason. <laughs> Haven't figured that one out yet. <laughs> Swinub are just everywhere. Uh, they're just everywhere. Uh, I'll definitely give it a chance uh, and start playing once again. Yeah, Probably I would suggest just just gonna get sucked into it pretty much it's just <laughs> i really number one i really wish that they would just either put the have them available the pro uh yeah i wish and they would have them at a more reasonable price than just 30 dollars. it's just that that's just too much that's that's yeah. basically almost the cost of sun and moon mm-hmm. i would agree with you for an accessory mm-hmm. i would agree with you also uh the one thing that i did notice that i can't enjoy anymore is gyms because I've been out of it for so long. Uh, the hardcore players have really taken over the gyms. And, yeah. you know, I don't I don't have Pokemon that are at, like, CP of, like, 2,600 right now. And that that's really the... That's one of the more annoying things of this whole... The whole process. Is that I can't go very easily to a gym and, like, play against it. But... I think that's a minor complaint for the game because that's not core gameplay. 
Yeah. No, but I think that that's the main way to get the, the polka dollars, whatever, the polka coins. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is how you get the coins or you just spend money. Yeah, I agree so with that. So it's like, it does, it kind of sucks because otherwise it's like, oh, I need this item. You can't do it unless you mm-hmm. somehow get your character, like your Pokemon grinded up to that level. And it's like, yeah, it is kind it's, of an important part of the game. It really. is, it is kind of a, fact an important part. Yeah. yeah. It, that's, that's the one. It's a really, it's a really crappy part of what's going on right now is just that if you've been out of it for so long, there's no way for you to really catch up. Like that soft level cap can only do so much. Yeah. And that's, uh, it's really sad. <laughs> it is, it is really sad that that happens. I don't know if you, if you're really into just going out there and exploring it, I, I would suggest doing it. I mean, I, I had some fun. I, I had some real, like, I feel like a Pokemon trainer moments this weekend. Yeah. Uh, like walking around outside, going down like dirt paths to go catch Pokemon and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I even ran into some one of my friends in town who plays Pokemon. Um, he was he was playing Pokemon Go and like I just randomly found him at uh one, some of the spawn spots that we were going to, and that was really cool to hang out with him. No, and here's I felt, a question. I, I felt like I was legitimately in the anime. Oh, that's uh, cool. Y- yeah. What? Go for but it. Here's a legitimate question. Where are the legendaries? That is a good it's, question, right? Generation we, we, 2 has been released, and we still haven't seen official releases for Articuno, Saptos, Moltres, so, and... Uh, Mewtwo, Mewtwo or Mew. Yeah, so I'm really saying right now, in my opinion, that I don't think Niantic really knows what they're doing. Um, <laughs> you think? Uh, to some extent, like, I mean, yeah, I, look at that, right? Uh, I don't think they know what they're doing entirely. I, we're definitely still in, like, this beta period. Yeah. I, I think we're literally just part of, like, this really big beta. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and it, it's really, really nasty. Um, it's really nasty. And we, I, I think they want to do something like they want, did with the Ingress events, but I think they realize that their player base is just so broad and spread out. You can't be like, oh, we're going to have a, an event in New York City without call, causing a bunch of people to be really upset about it and go to the Pokemon Go, uh, iTunes page and like give it horrible reviews. <laughs> like yeah, it happened. Yeah, a real solid way for them to do it without like a code or some sort of like worldwide event, really. Yeah, it needs to be some kind of worldwide event where maybe in like towns scattered around the U.S. you could go to you could go to several towns in the world, like yeah, a good number of them, not just like one per state or something like that, but so, like a good number of them you could go to, and you could like go maybe to like these five events. to ten per. Yeah, because the local communities are much bigger, I think, than the Ingress communities that would show up to these. So yeah. that, that's I I think that's what's gonna go on. So I think they're trying to figure out how the best do it, you know. And I I think they also want to have trading in place beforehand because I really feel like it's gonna be Team Instinct can only get Zapdos and then Team Mystic can only get Articuno and then you have to trade from there. That's what mm-hmm. I'm thinking. So I think I think part of it's they're waiting to get trading implemented, which I don't think they figured out a good way to do it yet. Um. Because they're probably they probably want to try to avoid doing it all over the internet. Yeah. Uh, because they're all about getting people out and socializing, so they're probably not. Gonna, they don't want me to be like, "Oh, Shamu, you're online. Let me send you this Pokemon." They want to. They yeah. want me and Shamu to like get together in real life and like touch phones, and do it. And I don't think they figured out a way for the hardware to really do it unless you can like hook up phones via Bluetooth easily. And I, I feel like it's just gonna become too much of a hassle very quickly. Yeah. And there's there's just a lot of ideas, and not to mention like a lot of the people like fell out of it, uh, were just like, "Where? Why can't we PVP battle?" 
and stuff like that. And I, I, I will still hold to the argument: if you want a PvP battle, just go buy a three, go buy a two DS for seventy dollars in Pokemon, and you can yeah. PvP battle me anytime. <laughs> so that, that's where we're at. That's where we're at with Pokemon Go. I think it's a lot of fun though right now. Uh, I'm I'm having a blast, and Misty's getting really <laughs> into it, and I'm more than happy to walk around trying to catch things all over again. Though the evolution items, I did not, I did skimp on that. Uh, some Pokemon that do need evolution items, like uh, Cedra to Kingdra, you need to Dragon Scale plus 100 candies and stuff like that. Uh, metal Coats you need. You'll Another one is uh, Sunstones. And these items have like ridiculously low drop rates from Pokestops. I can imagine. Uh, it's probably a drop rate equivalent to that of like a 10-kilometer egg. I think it's less because in the time that I've been trying to get one, I've gotten two, kilometer e- two 10-kilometer eggs. So... <laughs> Oh, let me see if wow. I can find it real quick, actually, because I'm, I'm kind of curious to see, like, what the rates exactly are. And nobody, they... So nobody has that data because Niantic keeps those on their own servers. No. I was so wondering you... if that's a thing, maybe, because I'm just saying yeah, nobody knows. right now. Nobody also, really knows. Um, how do you, is there happiness factors? How do you get SPN and Umbrian? Oh, you just evolve them. Uh, they have the nickname tricks for those as well. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, so for Espeon, it's uh, Sakura. Uh, Sakura. And then for S- uh, for Umbreon, it is uh, Tamao, uh, T-A-M-A-O. Okay. Um, so, yeah, if you name your Eevee that, you'll get those two. It, uh, of course, only works the first time, but it's good for Pokedex fills. Exactly, okay. So I would definitely suggest that. Uh, oh, yeah, that's how you get Espeon and Umbreon. It, it's a very easy way to handle it. There's also an upgrade. Yeah, there's an upgrade for Porygon. Yes. Yeah, I'm like looking at all these. Yeah, there's an upgrade for Porygon. That's the other one I forgot. So, yeah, it, most of them, though, are pretty easy. You just use candy. Like, the happiness factor doesn't actually play any. And, like, Golbat to Crobat, just 100 candies. That's all. Okay. Uh, most of them got got adjusted with candies, you know, stuff that was two-stage, now going to three-stage. Those mm-hmm. those candies have been adjusted, 25 for the first and 100 for the second, just like everything else. Of course. So, it, 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 still, it still works. Um uh, it's not. It's not perfect. I'll get, definitely give you that. And there, it, but it's it's to the point where the variety is in a place where I'm happy with it. Okay, I'm happy with it. I can I can tell you uh, as somebody who was out of the Pokemon Go loop, uh, kind of being forced to go do this because we we definitely needed to talk about it this week. Um, it, if uh, I hadn't been forced to do it, I probably wouldn't have done it. I would suggest go try it out though. I would I would wholeheartedly just go push you to just go try it out. Uh, I will Google your city and Pokemon go nest. Find yourself a nest. Go to a, go to a park, grab a friend who wants to play Pokemon go, of course, and just walk around it, catch whatever you want to catch. I would suggest that wholeheartedly. Yeah. So I think that's going to be it for the topic though. I think I'm done rambling. (laughs) So we can hit it over to the Pokemon. You did your job. You definitely convinced me to give it another try. I just give it a shot. I think that's I think that's worth a shot. I think Pokemon Go did a fantastic job. They added they added a few things uh, that I think definitely make it worthwhile. Definitely make it worthwhile. So uh, that is it, guys. We will go ahead and take it to commercial break, and we'll be right back at you with Pokemon the episode. So we will catch you on the flip flop. Shuckles Berry juices. They're an easy to prepare, one hundred percent natural fruit juice with fruits and vitamins and stuff inside. Listen to these real-life testimonies. Hello, Mr. Shackle. 
I've come from very far away just to try your delicious berry juices. Would you make me a pitch of berry juice, please? One pitch of berry juice coming right up. Oh my goodness! This is the most delicious drink I've ever tasted. How did you make this? Oh, first I eat the berries and all the other ingredients, and then I let it sit in my stomach for about five years. Let it ferment. Get a little bit of mold and mildew, whatever you want. And then, uh, I, 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 it comes back up. And there's juice. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I need to be excused for a moment. Shuffles Berry Juices, 100% natural. <laughs> And welcome back, guys. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 195, Quagsire, the waterfish Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) Quagsire hunts for food by leaving its mouth wide open in water and waiting for its prey to blunder in unaware. Because the Pokemon does not move, it does not get very hungry. Quagsire is just, like, the friendliest Pokemon. Like, his official artwork is him, like, waving hi to you. Like, he saw you in a crowd. He's like, hey, <laughs> come over here. Let's hang out. And uh, so Quagsire is actually a lot of fun. I wanted to do it because, one, it's a, it's a Generation 2 Pokemon from Pokemon Go. And it runs exactly the same way as it did in Gen 6. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, the, so the way to run Quagsire is uh, because Quagsire's hidden ability is unaware. Makes him a fantastic Pokemon to stop Pokemon that are trying to set up, and he has he has a lot of resistances, um, I believe. That I don't his know. Ty- his typing gains him a lot of benefits. Yeah, no, he is uh, he's resistant to poison, rock, steel, and fire. Yeah, right now, and he's immune to electric. Uh, everything else hits him uh, hits him normally, but you use him as a physical wall. He has a pretty he's obviously weak. two times weak to grass. Yeah, four, four times, times damage, four times weak to grass. Uh, that's his only weakness, though. Yeah. Uh, that's his only weakness. His uh, his defense stat is a base 85, which isn't terrible. So you could run him with a, with a beneficial nature in defense, and it works out really well. Uh, relaxed, just, I believe. Yeah, you, you want to do... Yeah. Say, relaxed, max HP, max defense, four and spadef, throw leftovers, yeah. and you run, like, recover, and you just stall. Yeah, you run <laughs> recover, you can throw toxic on there. If you want to get even bulkier... You could uh, go with a curse set instead of toxic, yeah. but I no, think toxic is definitely toxic superior. Toxic is safer too, because curse like yeah. oh, guess what? They're flying. You have mm-hmm. curse with scald. This would work Tree, really well. Fall, this but... could work really well with um, tan growth uh, in yeah. a core. Tan growth is also really popular right now. It's still in OU. I'm really happy with that. Tan growth uh, is good. Yeah, tan growth is really good. I'm, I love tan growth. You got regenerator. Uh, you got good attack. That like that's what makes it really good. Yeah, I agree. I love I love Tangrowth. But yeah, so Quagsire, you do that unaware. That's really the way to run him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it it, yeah. it walls it walls Azumarill really well. Uh, it walls Charizard X really well, and it's just fantastic. Uh, it, it's definitely something you want to put on a stall team though, as opposed to like a hyper offensive team or like a balance. It's a good team. pivot for physically like for setup mods too. And if yeah. you really want, I won't say like it's the best thing to do, but hey, there's an option just because if you have unaware, you can just hay them away for a safe mm-hmm. switch. It's actually just allow you to come in, get rid of those stats, and then pop back out. 
Yeah. Uh, so I have the king of TCG here with me, uh, in Puckle, Jushiro. So, oh. uh, I, I'm glad that I'm underutilizing your skills. Uh, because <laughs> Quagsire currently only has one card in rotation, to my knowledge. It is. Uh, uh, there's one in, in Expanded, which I wanted to uh, put some okay. light on. It's a Plasma Please, Freeze. Because it's probably better. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's a Plasma Freeze. Uh, well, not not by much. Um, <laughs> card is Water Type. It has 100 HP. Uh, obviously, it's a Stage 1. It has a Pokemon ability. Ability is Laid Back. Any damage done to this Pokemon by attacks is reduced by 20. So basically, it has bad. like a hard charm. Not bad, yeah. It has a, a, a constant hard charm. If you put that hard charm on it, it will, it will reduce damage by 40. Mm-hmm. And a, one attack called Mud Gun. It's called, uh, it, ha- it needs one water and a double colorless energy, and it does 60. But if Quacksire has any fighting energy attached to it, it does another 30 damage, doing 90. Uh, of course, nothing really good about this card, except that it's okay. And then we it's have the one that... Nah, it's not bad. And then we have the one that Thatch was mentioning from the other one in, in rotation in standard right now. It's Quaxire from Asian Origins. It has 110 HP, just 100 more HP, but it has two attacks. Number one is Wave Splash for one energy, water energy and one colorless does 30 damage. And a second attack called Landslide for one water, two uh, colorless, it does 80, and the attack isn't affected by resistance. It, it is worth and this noting... And this, this is also a fighting-type card, right? That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's worth noting that this is a fire-type t- card and not a water-type one this time around. Yes. Which gives it actually a few uh, benefits in the sense that it can uh, gain its uh, dam- damage up upgrades from fighting. So it's 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 deep. Like what? I mean, but it still requires water energy to attack. Correct, but you can still touch a strong energy as a colorless oh, okay. energy to it. Which allows you to do 100 damage instead of just 80. And then you can, uh, if you're an expanded, you can add muscle band to it. So that's another mm. 20 damage. That's 110. Uh, I'm sorry, 120, because I don't do math. Uh, so it's, it's it definitely something that you can play around with. But no, yeah, just don't play this card. <laughs> don't yeah, play yeah. Quagsire. Uh, <laughs> <Basically. laughs> I'll, oh, I'll make it better. I'll make it better now. Oh, <laughs> like, God. Like, this is just like T-Tar. Whoa, it can also <laughs> learn Eerie Impulse. It's the only non-electric Pokemon to learn Eerie Impulse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an evolution line, yeah. What is this? What does it do? It's just, it's a non-damaging electric-type move. Like, that lowers does special more. attack or something. Right? That's it? Okay, that's weird. Special um, defense by one stage. That's dumb. Wait, no, wait, no, wait. Uh, no, that's not what it does. That's if it's Z. No, no, I, I look oh, at no. the D move, but, but yeah. It lowers the special attack by two t- stages, yeah. What does it do? Why is it even like this? And Z-Move boosts your special defense by a stage in addition to that. Uh, Z-Move Quagsire, new meta. Electrium Z-Quagsire. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> but yes, that is that is Quagsire. Have fun this week. Uh, sometimes I fly, trying to uh, to co- coherently understand my, my mindset. So, Quagsire, there you have it. That is the Pokemon of the episode. If you want to learn more, you can, of course, go to PucklePodcast at gmail. Or not, that's the email. You can go to PucklePodcast.com, <laughs> and you can go ahead and listen to uh, all of the wonderful things about Pokemon in general. We have tons of articles. It's great. All right, then. We are going to, of course, uh, switch it on over, though, guys, to the uh, to the mailbag. So we are going to go ahead and set up that music. Mailbag. Send in your emails. Mail. 
And on to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink known as Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! And as always, uh, we will be giving out the Green Tauros badge to any email we deem worthy. Uh, So hopefully we deem something worthy. All right. So we are going to jump on in uh, to this mailbag. Uh, every week, guys, uh, if you're new to the show, we ask a, we ask a mailbag question of all of our fans, and they reply via email. So we get to as many of these emails as we can during the show in a particular time frame, because after a while, we get tired. We get sleepy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so hungry. Hungry as well. That, that's a good, that's a good uh, also true. Um, so this first email is going to be from... Uh, Lucario loves Minecraft. Our mailbag question last week is, what kind of trainer would you be in the Alola region? So, let's see. Hey guys, Lucario loves Minecraft. I just listened to, listened to, as of your guys recording, last week's podcast at two of, at two in the morning on Monday, and I won! Uh, he won the mail, he won the Green Taurus badge last week. Uh, theme from Rocky Plays. Now I can say in all my emails from now on that I have won the badge. I think in Rocky, didn't Rocky lose in the original Rocky movie? He did, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> um, I was going to say, uh, although I haven't gotten the confirmation code, just go ahead and submit for it. We, you don't need a code. Uh, we just write it there so people just don't start sending in requests. Uh, now without further ado, on to the mailbag. If I could be a trainer in Alola... I would be the Steel-type Trial Captain and Elite Four member. Steel happens to fit at least two of my favorite Pokemon, Lucario and Alolan Doug Trio. I'd probably also include a Metagross, Magnezone, Togedemaru, and Alolan Sandslash. But Alolan Doug Trio at the head, because he's my surfer Dave. Uh, get it, head? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to work with Sophocles. You could almost build a Transformer out of those Pokemon he just mentioned. Like, that is true. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. I'm like, you could just take like Metagross and like stack like a Lolandug trio on top of it, and then like you know Lucario could be underneath that as like the legs or Magnezone in the middle. I'm just you, I'm I'm imagining I'm imagining. And then Togemaru is the head. Yeah, Togedemaru is just there. Uh, he's just there. <laughs> it just, no, it shoots. To- it, it just like throws Togedemaru at people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Or just like somehow like project it forward with like magnetism. Just these like, are uh, these rail, are like railgun. Yeah, railgun. Yeah, he's just, well. This is just kind of like, I, I'm having like Power Rangers flashbacks here. You know, like they're making a Megazord out of these guys. Um, uh, I'd like to work with Sophocles with computers and all that fun stuff. And yes, someone already gave you gives you the Celium Z, but he doesn't make you work for it really. No, he doesn't. He just hands it to you. Anyways, I got to eat something, and maybe I'll have some far-fetched stew or some toast with coffee. Uh, so much good stuffs to eat. Surfing away with Surfer Dave. Catch you all on the hashtag Puckle10 flip-flop. Hashtag Toast Thatch. It is Puckle10. Hashtag Puckle10. We're making that a thing. <laughs> uh, Alright, so this next email is from uh, is from uh, the random listener. And he actually wrote this really good back and forth that we have to do between us. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that... Uh, uh, so, I will play the part of Thatch. Oh, wow, um, surprising. Okay. Yeah, um, and then co-host one will be the part of Shamu, and co-host two will be Lord Yushiro. Okay. And then Yushiro, you can read the rest of the email. Gotcha. Uh, all right. Okay, stage lights come up, red flashes illuminate a communications hub in the Lavender Town radio tower. Thatch and the co-host work furiously at the respective stations. Hurry, Doctor, hurry, Doctor Shamu, we don't have much time. I'm working at that as fast as I can. That's not fast enough. Double time. 
All right, Yushiro, how are we looking with the epic music? Epic levels are dropping. We will need 20 cc's of the mailbag into stat. Audit, Dr. Shivu, what's your status? Mailbag is up and running, sir, but the level of drama are through the roof. Can you identify the source? I think so. Got it. It's the random listener. The random, the random listener. listener? Yes, that's correct. We seem to be in some sort of theatrical adaptation of the mailbag as we speak. <gasps> what should we ever do? Quickly, read the rest of the email. <laughs> Hello, all. It's me, the random listener. Now, it's time for this rather dashing gent to proceed with the weekly regiment of mailbag bags. <laughs> Mailing bags. That even. was too much fun. <laughs> that was too much. No. <laughs> I think he already has the mailbag badge. I would, or I'd give it to him again. Uh. <laughs> okay, so first though, uh, a little story. So regarding last week's mailbag on luck in Pokemon, how about this for luck? I was playing some Moon while listening to the podcast in the background, and the episode on luck was playing. I ran into a shiny Grubbin. On top of that. It had an IV in special attack, Vikavolt specialty, and even had a na- rash nature to boot. Pretty nice, I'd say. Nice. Okay, mailbag time. What kind of trainer would I be in Alola? Well, I think I'll be a backpacker. I love the outdoors and have gone on my fair share of backpacking excursions, so I feel as if it would be a role would be fitting. With that, I must be off. Here's a cool fact for a road. Alola Raichu can sometimes be seen holding surfing competitions to determine the alpha male. Only this non- the gnarliest dude survives. And scene, the random listener. <laughs> that was too good though. Like the whole the whole thing. That was just too much fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shamu, I'm gonna give you this next one from uh, Lieutenant Fro. Alright. Hi all. First off, thank you for all you do every week in putting out content. Hashtag Puckle 10, and I don't have the Green Tauros badge. Whoa, I just made Shamu <laughs> ma- say a hashtag. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 I'm uh, so happy. Keep going, Shamu. Uh-oh, I think we lost him. I lost Shamu. <laughs> the hashtag broke Shamu. I brought you back, Shamu. I came back on my own accord, all right? Uh, <laughs> answer the question. I would probably be a member of the Elite Four. By now being 30 years old, I think it's time. Or would I still be champion either? Or would I still be champion? Either or would be great. I now pose a question to Thatch. Detach. Detach. Do you have your own take on the Pokemon Multiverse series? Thank you again, Lieutenant Fro. Ooh, this is a question I think for all of us. Uh, Multiverse. So, like, if we're talking about multiverse, like, the whole, like, Gen 6 takes place in a different universe, then I guess, like, I'm not too worried about the continuity between Pokemon games at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's pretty much almost already confirmed that that is the fact that... It's almost canon. It's almost canon, I think. Uh, that I think I think that uh, Gen 6 is... There's a Mega Evolution universe and a not Mega Evolution universe. And I think that's yeah. about it. That's as far as I'll go with that. And, yeah. it, go, and it all dials back to when C, uh, AC activated yeah. or didn't activate the weapon. So that's the point in history where it changed. Yeah. Uh, in, the, in the one that he did activate, that's Gen 6 onwards. Where he didn't activate it, that's the regular from Gen 1 to Gen 5. Yeah, I would agree with that. So it's really cool though because that's a I, I like the, some of the changes they did to Oraz and I hope when we do inevitably get Gen Four remakes, as sad as that makes me, uh, that they they can they can actually because that like, that's the moment I'll feel old. 
Like that oh, is yeah. that is one hundred percent the moment I feel the the games that I used to talk about when I started this show get remade. That is the point where it's just like I'm old. Yep. Uh, <laughs> hashtag Fuckle Ten. Hashtag Fuckle Ten. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys have other opinions on the multiverse theory? No, not really. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I, I, I like mean, it. Uh, it. It it definitely gives a twist to Pokemon. Yeah. I'd agree. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna get this next one from Ryusai. I 88. I don't remember if I'm saying it correctly. Ryusai. Gonna... Yeah, sure. It's what Shamu said. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Every time I pronounce his name, no matter if you're on this show or not, Shamu, I'm just be like, "What Shamu said." Um, okay. So, hello, Thatch and Co. This is John Michael, aka Ryusai. John Michael. I'll just call him John Michael. Uh, the trainer that I would be is world champ or just a veteran trainer. I strive for nothing but the top and will bring everyone along with me so it's more fun. I'd be that guy who shows up at big events like the Battle Tree and the Pokemon League and win everything, or at least try and get my butt whooped. Then after that, help everyone get better so next time we meet we can have a great battle and great memories. To all who are looking to getting into VGC, it is great and a lot of fun, and I'm usually in the chat box, so feel free to hit me up and we can practice to get better. If anyone is in the northeastern area, I go to premiere challenges and mid-season showdowns. You'll probably bump into me. So go Puckle, Woot, and I'm going to add the obligatory hashtag Puckle10. I added that. I added that. He did it. Uh, <laughs> wow. Why, why are you changing the emails? Now we don't – whatever you fed in the email could be fake. Why would hashtag, you – Hashtag Puckle10. <laughs> hashtag Puckle10. Next thing you know, all these emails aren't even real. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, our imagination. We're just making oh yeah, up. no, I make these up. None of these people exist. Nobody listens to this podcast. Back uh, <laughs> puckle episode, episode or whatever. Those episode. statistics, I, I lie. I Photoshop all those for you guys. Here. Uh, okay, so <laughs> this next one is from uh, what's his name? Uh, Rooker. Um, I believe I will give this one to Jushiro. Okay. Hey, Puckle, first-time mailer, long-time listener, Rooker here with, like, Looker, but with a growl. Ooh, anyway. wait, like, Rooker. Uh, I don't know. How do I do it? Yeah. Like, like is it a growl in his voice, or is it like a... Rooker. Roll that rar. Anyway. <laughs> I can't roll my R's. That's that's a you thing. Yeah, that's a, yeah, it's a Puerto Rican thing. Uh, anyway, you were asking what trainer I would be. Well, I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that I would not be an ace trainer. Probably more of a collector or Pokemaniac, honestly. Ever hopeful to make the mythic living decks. Also, I would like to comment about last week's ba- uh, bag of luck. And other, <clears throat> sorry, and other than the entire run of the Alolan Pokemon League, my favorite Pokemon built is luck-based. My main man or woman, Absol, with super luck. High crit moves and lots of love in Pokemon Ani, uh, uh, Monami or Ami. Not very effective, I admit, but incredibly fun and satisfying to see every hit crit. Well, that's for time, and hope you. Oh my God! And hope to hear from you next podcast. Saying this, I did not get that sentence at all. Oh, and one question: Why a great ball is a ball on the emblem? That's a good question. Because we're moving great. on. Uh, <laughs> I was actually really. asked that question. I was asked that question last year by uh, by Mikey at um, Pokemon Crossroads. He interviewed us for the ninth anniversary, and he asked me, "He's like, so why is the Great Ball like your uh, the emblem?" And I'm just like, "That's a fantastic question. <laughs> I wish I could answer it." Um, 
Don't know the answer it, to that one. It's a bit uh, of imagination, just like everything just, else about the show. We're not even real. This is just Thatcher's voices in his head, just talking. Just Thatcher only has enough badges to buy great balls. Uh, <laughs> He's not got a point where I, he can buy great balls. I think it. I think it just has to do with more of like a. It's a. I don't know. It's, it's like a grandfathered in thing. We always have like blue as our color, and so it just kind of shifted into that. Awesome. See, it is the prettiest. Pokeball of the basic ones. I mean, I the think so. Ball. I would agree with that. So, like, we're a step up from your normal Pokeballs slash podcast, and now you're up to a great one. So, it's also a symbol of humility. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I just pulled that out of my butt. Um, okay. Uh, Shamu, I'm going to give you this one from uh, Turtles, I believe, All is right. what he goes by. Okay. And in the beginning, there were turtles. No, I mean, actually, first time writing in here, I'm Puckle, and I started my Sun and Moon adventure by opening Wonder Trade and receiving a Torkoal. With Gen 7 being oh so kind to our favorite land reptile, we can now say that we have, competitive, we have a competitively viable tortoise to play with, aside from, of course, Satchez Torterra, being on the Me drought, maybe. Competitive Pokemon in history. Let's just let's just say like even now we probably don't have like a really good competitively viable tortoise. Well, I don't know uh, what. Well, Torkoal kind of is in VGC just with drought. It, it is in VGC, but like it's that you know what's gonna happen if you see Torkoal in VGC. Yeah. Like you know what's happening. So so on the next Patreon thing, we should put Torterra on there. Oh, absolutely. And then, and then just cry afterwards once it gets picked. Yeah, I mean they'll they will make us build a team around Torterra if we put it oh, on yeah. the Patreon. They will make us. Uh, you don't. I kind of want. I kind of want to. <laughs> we maybe we should. We can make it like a I, different I, I, tier. We could do like not know. OU with it. We could do like an RU team or something. No, no, we're doing OU. We're doing OU. Oh, let's do it. I mean, let's take the challenge. <laughs> let's take the challenge, Shamu. I gotta look at it. And, and, and like the ones challenge from Nintendo, everyone's gonna fail this one too. <laughs> yep. uh, but um. Oh yeah, we talked about that. That's coming out this weekend. I totally forgot about that. The live show. Okay. Being on the drought, baby, I managed to bring my half-shelled hero all the way to 100 wins in the battle tree and even some Elite Four cleanup. Welcome to the Year of the Turtle, friends. To answer the question of the week, I'm not so sure I or what I would be in Alola, but after some brief, albeit deep introspection, I have come to the conclusion I would want to be the official announcer of the Battle Royale Dome. Getting to commentate on the most chaotic battles the Pokemon world has ever seen just seems like too good of an opportunity to pass up. The tides of battle changing with every move and new faces to come challenge established heroes. Too good to be true. Maybe I would even participate. I would even have the, pri- the privilege of commentating on the mysterious Mass Royal, So whose, whose identity to this day remains a mystery. The biggest mystery in the world of Pokemon, I tell you. Regardless, I plan on attending my first regional in St. Louis, although I haven't decided if I want to play TCG or VGC. The good news is I have somehow managed to fit it into my busy schedule, nonetheless, and I am ecstatic to have the opportunity. Look forward to writing again. Octothorpe, Puckleton. (laughs) I'm actually really upset I'm not going to to St. Louis this year. I was planning on it, and then stuff came up. Uh, So, unfortunately, we're not going. Bo will be there, though. Uh, So it'd be really cool if you could meet up with Bo. Uh, high five him and stuff. Actually, Bo's gonna be here in like three weeks too, so I'm super excited. Uh, be jealous, everyone. Bo and me are gonna have all the best friend high fives with Ethan. Ethan's gonna be there too. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. 
I mean, I got to see you not too long ago, actually. I feel like Shamu should feel the most uh, neglected out of everybody here. So <laughs> I, if I want to, I can drive four hours and be there. You honestly could. <laughs> <laughs> if I really wanted to, I'd just show up at your house and just crash in the corner. Yeah, uh, that's true. All right, uh, this next, this last one, we're going to. This is going to be our last email of the day. Um, this is from Sometimes I Fly, uh, newest writer of the Puckle writing team, I believe, as well. Hello, Thatch, and whomever he has, sometimes I fly headfirst into the mailbag. I would be a baker making pastries over a Magmar's flame, or the referee to a heated Passimian game. I would form a painting duo with a Smurgle and his tail, Im- capturing images of vacationers scoping- scooping Scandigast into pails. I'd be the gloomy cashier at a rundown old store, Mimikyu striking fear when customers' attitudes are poor. Anywhere I go, anywhere I go will always Roganrola. As long as it's under the sun on the islands of Alola. This question was right up my alley. I love creating tales of the mundane in the Pokemon world, and I thought about all the wonderful possibilities for hours. My real answer to the question would be an archaeologist. It's far from my desires in real life, which is odd, but in the games I find... I love finding the secrets hidden beneath the ruins. I'd have a trusty Scrafty to watch my back and a mischievous to help solve the mysteries of the unknown. My favorite ruins were back in Gen 4, but um, uh, with Turnback Cave. Since I have no idea of the mythical past led to Giratina. I would like to give a shout out to Gator for helping me complete my first ever Pokedex this week. And to the Puckle writing staff for inviting me to be part of the team. Uh, Mini announcement this week was the last one I will be posting Pokemon articles of the week on the subreddit. So so if you've been following me, they will be continuing on the website from now on. However, I will definitely still frequent the subreddit often to answer questions to talk and talk with other Puckle community members. As if this mailbag wasn't long enough. I'd like to hear what are your favorite, what your favorite Pokemon ruins are. Sometimes I spelunk out of here. This is great. I love how everybody's like asking us questions now. I do, and um, I want to take a moment if I can, Thatch, because um, yeah. this reminds me. Since we're talking about the writing stuff and everything, I really wanted to put out there and congratulate Captain Gravy. Oh yes, this is uh, true for for being a father. Um, baby Bra- Gra- Gravy was born not so long ago, so congratulations on being. No, a, he was. He's a, not born. I don't think he's, he wasn't born yet. Yes. No. It's a, it's yeah. an announcement. Oh, okay. I thought it was it's an born. announcement. Okay, never mind. No, not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay, got it. We haven't gotten there yet. I think we still have like six, six months for that. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, either okay. way, either way, it's still fantastic. Uh, yeah. So yes, Ca- Captain Gravy is going to have a child. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, no. Um, yeah, so that's it for the mailbag. Did you guys have any of them that stood out to you? Other than the random listener, of course. Uh, uh I want to answer, answer his question. Um, oh yeah, we I have to answer the question. Were from, were the Reggie ones in Gen 3. Like, they were actually that's, the kind of the most... That's really, like, no, no, that's a puzzle. So, like, yeah. for several, for several reasons. One, it used Braille, uh, yeah, which you can find in the instruction one. manual. No, no. So, these are two things that just wouldn't work now. One, Braille is, uh, Braille, like, there's the internet, which would have just solved that immediately. And two, um, like that was that was a really hard puzzle, and I really miss that kind of stuff in video games. And it's just something that can't happen anymore, you know? Yeah, it's just something that Mine's can't definitely happen. Definitely, just the unknown cave. Ooh, just, uh, the, which it, wait, which one? You're talking about like the uh, the ruins of Alf? Yes, um, it's just the mystery that these caves had was even mm-hmm. though the Pokemon in it were crap, but still the, the, the fact that it was pretty mysterious and you had to kind of deduce what each unknown letter meant and you had like its own hieroglyph was kind of cool. That's again another thing that like you couldn't do now. 
Just because you'd look it up and you'd be like, oh, that's the letters. Uh, those are the letters. I mean, they, there are a lot of things that they like took advantage of in the time. That I just yeah. I miss in video games. I just miss it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, well. Uh, my favorite ones? Oh, man. I, I remember in Gen 4, back in Gen 4, you just had Get those... Out. uh <laughs> uh well he did it first uh sometimes i fly did it first uh we had the uh you had the guy that kept trying to dig and it would end up meeting with the unknown tunnel yeah um and would go through that was really cool i was a big fan of that uh and the re- way he got it to go through was actually dependent on what percentage of the unknown you had caught by then as well and so that was the reason i caught all of the unknown in that game uh so that, that was a pretty cool little feature. But yes, anybody for the green tourist badge that you guys, anybody stand out to you guys? Uh, the people who stood out already have it. Yeah, oh, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, we can make them try again. So uh, <laughs> next time. But thank you to everybody who wrote in this week. So let's see. Um, uh, yeah, so mailbag question for next week. I don't want to do what's your favorite ruins. Uh, somebody else asked us another question, though. Um, why is the great ball on the emblem? That should be the bailout question. Because uh, I'd like to hear <laughs> the answer to that why one. why it is. Just you tell us or why. Or by going back to our topic, what what's your favorite feature that Pokemon yeah. Go has added? Well, yeah, and if you will you go back to Pokemon Go if you haven't played it? So definitely, uh, that that's what we'll go with. We'll go with that for Pokemon Go. Um, email us at punklepodcast at gmail.com. Of course, the question will be again in the show notes. Um, if you want to do some more stuff with crazy Puckle stuff, you can, of course, go to the website, PucklePodcast.com. We have the chat box there all the time. You can communicate with us there. Uh, we also have Twitter. You can follow us there, at PucklePodcast. You can like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash PucklePodcast. You can, of course, go to um, you can go to our subreddit, r slash Puckle, and you can tumble with us on Tumblr at PucklePodcast.tumblr.com. Uh, finally, though, you can review us on iTunes if you haven't already. We really appreciate it. It helps people find the show. And it just helps make the community better and bigger. And we're having a great time throwing tournaments and having just a blast every month. Yeah. Um, and finally, if you want to monetarily support us, you can do one of two things. You could, first of all, go to uh, the, you could go to Etsy, etsy.com slash shop slash Puckle Podcast. That link will, of course, be in the show notes below. Uh, you could buy some shirts there. Uh, that helps out. That's help, that helps us out. And you guys get something a little bit in return. Um, you could, of course, also go to patreon.com slash pucklepodcast and donate there as well on a monthly basis where we will appreciate your donation and you'll also get access to all of the live shows and all of the fun things. I, speaking of which, I do need to put up the, uh, that commentary track. So, oh, yeah. because we hit that, we hit that goal. So I need to put that up. I'll do that right after this, actually. By the time this episode is up, that will be up as well for the patrons, of course. It's not available to everybody who's not a patron. Uh, so yeah, definitely do that, guys. We're that's super exciting. I really ha- like hanging out with you guys, and I'm uh, having a blast. So hang out with us any way you can. Um, if you can't donate monetarily, don't worry about it. I'm not going to hold it against you. Just come and hang out. We'll have a blast. Definitely um, will. Yeah, um, I think that's it. So I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Shamu. I'm Luchishiro. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.